Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Rant Raven Read With Me. My name is Tessa, and this week's book is Making Faces by Amy Harmon. Okay, so this is an unrequited love book. Um, as you guys know, that's my jam. Our heroine's name is Fern, and our, our hero's name is Ambrose. And this book is um, has flashbacks, but it's not like told. It's not separated like by part one, part two. It's flashbacks throughout the book. So um, Fern has always been in love with Ambrose. She was like obsessed with him. And um, Fern is what I guess you would refer to as an ugly duckling. She has red hair. She has braces that um, make her lips protrude. She's tiny. I mean... And that's not me being mean. That's that's the book. Anyways, um, she was she is the daughter of a pastor, and she was actually born later in life. Like her parents didn't think they could have kids, and her mom got pregnant with her, and it and her dad's sister, um, got pregnant at the same time. So she has a cousin named Bailey, who is her best friend. Uh, and she also has a friend named Rita. Anyway, so those are our main characters. Um, so, like I said, Fern's always been in love with Ambrose, and she's bet Rita's best friends with her, but I would say, like, her and Bailey are really the two. They are, like, a duo, and sometimes Rita comes. Anyways, so an important side plot that I should mention is that, so Bailey has MD, which is a genetic, um, disease that affects muscle mass and it causes weakness and over time he loses his ability to walk and to like lift his arms and he becomes pretty much reliant on his family around him and Fern becomes almost his helper I guess or I should get I don't want to say caregiver but I guess almost his caregiver like they do everything together but it's not because she feels guilty it's because she loves him and like they they literally are best friends they they enjoy each other's company and they like doing everything together and um the one thing about Fern is like she never resents any of that like she loves Bailey for who he is so anyways back to the plot I guess I should say oh um Fern does not realize that apparently she's not attractive you know, because she's just a kid at this point, and she overhears her mom telling her friend that she hopes that Fern doesn't feel jealous of Rita because Rita is such a pretty little girl and that Fern is not. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, you know what? That is a really awful thing to say about your child, your only child. Like, you don't think you could ever have child a child and then you have a miracle pregnancy later in life and you have this little baby and you you say that that's just messed up and it's actually her aunt that says something about how fern is like a godsend and that she doesn't know what she would do without without her okay so anyways just gonna throw that out there that fern's mom made me mad so uh we're gonna fast forward to high school and rita decides she has she likes ambrose and she wants to go for it and remember rita is just this beautiful girl that all the guys want which i'm thinking you know what rita that's a pretty messed up thing to do to your best friend but whatever she wants um fern's help writing a letter to or a note to ambrose so she does and then all of a sudden ambrose and fern start writing notes back and forth but he thinks she's rita so they start dating. They only date for like about a month because Ambrose is trying to figure out why this person that's writing these notes is not 
the person he's hanging out with. Like, he wants to talk about the books they talk about, and Rita's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about Shakespeare. And he wants to talk about, like, they ask themselves, like, random questions, like, would you prefer waffles or pancakes? Would you rather fly or, I don't know, be able to hold your breath underwater unlimited? Like, all kinds of, like, things like that, just getting to know random little facts and would you rather's. And so she finally confesses to Ambrose that she didn't write those letters, that she liked him, but it, Fern did it. So Fern goes to see him, like, goes to tell him, you know, that it wasn't a, so Ambrose thinks they played a joke on him. And so, you know, Fern wants to tell him, no, I didn't play a joke on you, like, you know, did you like them? Because I, I was honest and I liked your letters. And he tells her that she, he can keep the letters. Okay, so we're going to fast forward a little bit more. And um, they're going to prom. And Bailey asks, at this point, Bailey's like all the way in a wheelchair and stuff. And he asks um, Ambrose and his wrestling buddies if they would dance with Fern because he would like her she does a lot for him and she would he would like her to have a good time and you know dance with someone besides her cousin at prom and at this point Fern is starting to outgrow her ugly duckling stage and she's starting to be you know cute and stuff and the guys kind of make a joke about it which actually really pisses Bailey off and he's like you know what forget you guys kind of like you know Fern like he's not gonna sit there and let them just be a dick to, about Fern. Ambrose just straight up looks at him and like walks away. So he was mad about that and embarrassed. Um, and then two of the nicer guys, like Grant and Polly, which they're just nice guys. They're like, oh yeah, we like Fern. We'll dance with Fern. And then Bean says that and Bean's just kind of a dick and it's going to come back. Okay. So um, they end up doing, they, um, they, you know, they dance with Fern. They have a good time, whatever. And so then we're fast forward again. And I guess I should do a, say like, Tell you guys that that's not how the book goes but i'm doing all the past stuff first and then getting to the present because it just makes more sense than in trying to do flashbacks for you guys in the middle of the present tense so anyways um so ambrose decided that he's going to join the army after graduation which was a shock to everybody because he's like a great wrestler like he's the state champion and he um has a full scholarship to pin i believe but he's deciding he's going to defer and not go and go and join the army first. Well, his best friends decide that they're going to go with him. So they're having a going away party type bonfire thing. And Fern brings Bailey and uh, they go and stuff. And she asks Ambrose if it would be okay, like if she wrote him and he said he would like that. And Ambrose is having these issues because... He's starting to like, like, he he doesn't know how he feels about Fern. Like, he has, he's really confused about how he feels. Like, he thinks he's starting to like her, but he doesn't know. And it's just, it's conflicting him. <laughs> so, anyways, um, Fern takes Bailey home and then she comes back and she gets, because Bailey forgot his hat and that's what she told him and stuff. And Ambrose has this moment where she's thinking, he's thinking about how Fern's driving this minivan around so that she, so that Bailey can go places with her and that she doesn't care what people think and that, that she has a good heart and that he, he is starting to really respect her and like her for a lot. So he says, well, why don't you stick, stick around for a little while? And she's like, you know, okay. And so Ambrose is, I wouldn't say he's drunk, but he's not feeling pain. I'll put it that way. And so Beans decides they're going to play truth or dare. And he and Fern's just all excited that she's finally being included in something because you know like I said she's not popular and so um 
Beans asks her, you know, truth or dare, and she says truth, and she's, and then, because Beans is a dick, he tells, like, he tells her, uh, is it true that you wrote Ambrose letters pertaining to B. Rita? And so Fern is obviously mortified, super embarrassed, and she leaves, and she's actually crying, and Ambrose is pissed at Beans for doing that, and so she's leaving, and she tells him, I hope I don't ever want to see you. Like, I hope I never see you again. Like, why, you know, why would you do that? And then he tells her that he's really sorry that he wasn't making fun of her and that he shouldn't have told Beans and Beans is just an ass. And then he kisses her and then she, and that's kind of the end of it. And he's all kind of like, like I said, he's confused and Fern is just mortified. So they're all, they all go to boot camp together. They get deployed. Um, one of his friends finds out that Jesse finds out that's one of his friends finds out that he knocked up his girlfriend before he left for boot camp. So he's having a hard time being away because he hasn't even seen his kids or anything. So you get these like flashbacks of them, like Ambrose and his friends all just talking about random stuff. And then um, they give him crap about Fern a lot. And uh, they're all sitting here in this, uh, they're in a convoy and they're talking and stuff and Polly's singing because Polly was always singing and Ambrose is thinking to himself that he's going to get a lot of crap because when he gets back from this deployment, he is going to go after Fern and see if they can make something like he wants to see if there's something there because he can't stop thinking about her. And then they run over a um, bomb and the convoy explodes and all of his friends die. But Ambrose survive, survives, but he is horrible horribly injured like horribly he um like he doesn't have he lost an ear he lost his eyesight but kept he they kept his eye he has scar on half of his face um he can't like I said he lost ear so he can't, he can't hear anything on one side it was like it was pretty awful and he has this tremendous amount of guilt because the only reason they joined his friends joined the army was because he did so now we're going to the present. So he's home. Um, no one's seen him. He's working nights at the bakery that his dad works at, which is actually joint part of a supermarket where Fern manages, which is kind of funny. But anyway, so no one's seen him. He doesn't want to see anybody. He's um, he's like has survivor's guilt. Um, plus, you know, he's scared. So he doesn't really want people to see his face um, and all that kind of stuff. So Fern's riding her bike home one day and Ambrose was running and she almost ran into him like well they they run into each other and she like crashes her bike and everything and he like apologizes and then she tells you know he doesn't recognize her at first because she's changed a lot and you know uh so they kind of talk and then he takes off running and stuff and so then Fern thinks to herself that she's going to get him out of his shell she's going to try to be friends with him so she starts they have a whiteboard at work so she starts writing notes like do you like pancakes or waffles? Or she'll do a Shakespeare quote and then he writes a Shakespeare quote and then like blind or deaf and you know, so like questions like that. And um, he ends up writing something that really hurts her, naive or dumb or something. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was, it was her and made her feel really embarrassed and she cried and then Ambrose saw that and felt like a dick. And so the next day he wrote like jerk or asshole and so they kind of started doing that thing again. 
And Ambrose doesn't really know what she's doing. He thinks it's pity. Where with Fern, Fern is just like this, this great person who has this great heart. And she doesn't judge people for how they look. She judges them by their character. So, I mean, it, she doesn't care that his, that he's scarred or that this, ha you know, or anything like that. He's, to her, he's still, like, in inside, he's still the same person. Okay, so, um, she ends up, uh, Rita, this is, like, a side plot. Rita ended up getting pregnant and she married Decker, who's this total jerk and he used to bully Bailey but I don't know if Rita knew that but he's just a total jerk and he's alcoholic and he kind of smacked he smacks Rita around but um anyway so they got married and like Fern tries to help her out and give her money and stuff and so then Decker shows up at her work with um the money that Fern gave her that that day for uh for food and said, and he's buying beer. So she gets pissed and Fern never, she is not confrontational. Okay. You guys. And she grabs the microphone and she ends up, uh, announcing over the loudspeaker that like, he's a major asshole and that he likes to beat his kid, beat his wife and scare his kid and drink all their money and stuff. And so he comes over there all pissed off. Like she, he's going to like beat her up and Ambrose comes out of nowhere and like grabs him and just shoves him. And that's the first time people have seen him since he's been back. So then after that, um, you know, she thanks him and all that kind of stuff. And he pretty much tells Decker, like, you touch her again, I will, like, kill you. I'll just, he didn't say kill you, but that's pretty much what he was saying. Anyway, so then she invites her him to go out with, um, either, either he invites her to go, him to go out with pancakes with her, him and Bailey, or before that, Bailey always shows up with Fern because they're like a duo. They go everywhere together. And so when she's working late, he shows up and she, they do karaoke over the loudspeaker. <laughs> and it, it, either that happens before or after this, but I can't remember. But anyways, I just wanted to tell you that because it's entertaining. Anyway, so she invites him to go have pancakes with her and Bailey at night because they like to do that. So he says that he'll go and he kind of regrets it right away because he doesn't go out. But he ends up going and they have a good time and stuff. And when they're getting gas, one of his friend's moms comes up to him and sees him and starts freaking out, blaming him for the death of her son. And he just takes off. So Fern takes Bailey home, drives the car around to look for Ambrose. And they start talking and stuff. And uh, he and that's when she confesses that. She's always loved him and that she's always going to love him and it doesn't really like matter what he looks like. And he is like, I guess he's never been around somebody so honest as Fern. She doesn't try to play hard to get. She's just like, you know, this is what it is. So that is the start of their dating type relationship. So they start going places together. He kisses her again. Um... And they just kind of become a couple. Uh, they go to the movies. They go to do fireworks. They go swimming. You know, a lot of time Bailey's with them. Sometimes he's not. And I just think it's important to note that before he came back. So before, because Fern has changed a lot. So, you know, Bailey had said it that she doesn't realize that she is attractive. Like very, like very attractive, like pretty now. And, um... 
So she still has the same self-confidence issues. But it's so it's important to note that she doesn't realize she's attractive now, but that before she was as attractive, I guess, as beautiful as she is now, she grew into her own, you know, whatever, grew up. I don't, I don't really know how to put that. Um, transformed that Ambrose was already starting to have feelings for her. Because remember, he said back when he was deployed, he was thinking about how he was going to get a lot of crap because when he came back from this tour, he was going to go after Fern. Anyways, so Bailey does totally confront him and say, like, if you're just stringing her along because you don't think you can do better, then you need to leave her alone, you know? Like, so I give Bailey props for that. He goes, I might be in a wheelchair, but I will find someone to kick your ass, Ambrose, if you are leading my cousin on. And he said, no, like, Ambrose admits that he, like, really likes Fern and he doesn't know what Fern sees in him. So, they're dating, they're doing all this. Bailey totally <laughs> rats Fern out and, and she writes romance novels and she reads them and stuff and she gets picked on by both of them for that. And he, but she uses a pen name and the pen name is Amber Rose. And so, Ambrose asks her to please, like, he wants to know what it is. And she goes, okay, you have to remember, when I made this pin name up, I was, like, 16 and I was infatuated with you. And so she tells him. He just starts, like, laughing hysterically. So, yeah. So they are together. Um, like I said, they're dating. They're, doing, they're going around, hanging out, learning more about each other. Uh, Ambrose decides he's going to start practice wrestling with... Um, his coach, his coach, wrestling coach, which is actually Bailey's dad. And he doesn't know if he's going to go to pin or what he's going to do, but he just wanted to get back in there. Um, so, they're dating. Everything's going good. Uh, like I said, Bailey is self-sufficient in the sense that he can still use one hand. So, he has his motorized wheelchair so he can move it back forth, whatever. So, his mom lets him go out at night and stuff and it makes him feel like independent. So he goes, he went out that night to go buy some gum and stuff and he was going home and he saw Rita passed out in a truck and her son screaming. So Bailey went over there to get his son or, or her son and like, because he couldn't wake Rita up, he starts freaking out and he's, um, puts Ty on his lap, he tells Ty to get on his lap and he starts taking off and then he calls 911 and Decker's chasing him down. Like he's going down the road and he's trying to tell them that he, he's after if he's crazy, Rita's hurt, like I have Ty, I need you to hurry. And Decker pretty much runs him, runs him off the road and Bailey goes face first into a mud puddle. And this is absolutely devastating, absolutely devastating because um, he can't get himself out. And by the time the police get to where he is, he has already passed away. So Fern stumbles upon the scene before anybody can even call. Like the police are there and stuff. She starts freaking out. They all go to the hospital where they find out that he died. They don't know exactly what happened. That they had a, they had uh, him on the phone. He was calling 911. Um, Rita shows up. She has a brain bleed because Decker was smacking her around and hit her head and hurt pretty bad. So she goes and... Um, Rita ends up being okay. They help her, Rita, and their son, and her son, Ty, like, kind of escape. Uh, Fern's completely devastated, you know, like, obviously. Um, and so they have a funeral for Bailey where um, he he had it in his, in his uh, what he wanted, that he wanted 
Ambrose to speak at his funeral and Ambrose just told them that he decided that he can't live in fear essentially and that he's gonna hopefully represent them at Penn next year because ba Bailey had faith in him and Bailey um so he's gonna do it for Bailey so you know Fern's a, a complete mess um they go to Bailey's house for his uh wake you know and uh or you know after funeral i can't think of the name you guys i can't anyways they go to his house and ambrose goes if it's too hard we can go and she he says she says it's hard to be here and it's hard not to be here but it, i wouldn't change it because it wouldn't hurt this bad if i didn't love him as much as i did and like that sinks in with ambrose because he had a really hard time like he didn't like to think about his friends and he didn't like to remember them because it hurt so bad and he, it sunk into him that like he wouldn't miss them and it wouldn't hurt that bad if it, they weren't such good friends and that he wished he would have thought about that earlier so um Fern finally goes back to work because she can't like they need her to go back to work but she just she can't stay home and can't sit there and think well when she's like she's Ambrose is working he sends her home she goes home and Decker shows up because he is kind of missing like they know he's responsible for Bailey's murder but he's just MIA they can't find him and so he goes after Fern because he wants to know where Rita is and his son is and Rita's not and uh, Fern's not going to give her up and so he beats her up pretty good and back in the store like Fern or Ambrose hears in his bad side, so it's not possible for him that he hears Polly say, "Listen," and he's like, "What?" So then he turns off the music in the mixer, and he hears Fern scream. So he goes running out there. He saves her, beats the crap out of Decker, ties him to the bike thing. The police come. He goes and he stays the night at Fern's house on the couch, where his dad, you know, where her dad tells him he had the. She, he always had this unreasonable fear that. God would take Fern away after Bailey was gone because he was scared. They felt like, because they were so inter intertwined in each other's lives that he was worried that Fern was only here for a specific purpose. And that was to be Bailey's friend, like Bailey's helper, Bailey's sidekick, and that he would lose her after Bailey was gone. And that it seemed like Ambrose, like that Ambrose being there and saving her re- affirmed his faith in God. So, um, they end up, uh, and that, so Ambrose, after that, Ambrose starts packing because he has to go away for college. Fern's, you know, worried about that because he's leaving and she doesn't know what she's going to do with herself. And he, um, shows her that he got Bailey tattooed because he has these tattoos in memorial for his friends with all, just his friends straight down his chest. And, ba and he told Bailey that he would put him there to honor him. So he added Bailey's name, but he didn't know that Fern went by herself and put Bailey over her heart because she said if anybody should carry him, it should be her. And then, so they both did it, and then he got a Fern wrapped around all of the names, and she asked why he did that, and he said, because you're permanent. So they get engaged, they end up getting married, they have a little boy named Bailey, and they live happily ever after. I love this book. I have the paperback and the ebook. I love my paperback version because it has this little extra in it where they had you this interview. And it's an old interview from when he, right before he's supposed to graduate. And then, you know, now that he is engaged, or no, now that he's married with Fern. Okay. 
So in his old interview, they had asked one of the questions was, this is from your female fans, um, blondes or brunettes. And he said redheads. And he and then he goes, I'm just kidding. Like, you know, I don't I don't care. Well, then fast forward. So and then this the new interview, he said the announcer asked, what's your favorite color? And he said red. And he goes, aren't pins blue colors blue? And he goes, yeah, but my wife's hair is red. And then he goes, I seem to remember asking this question before. And he goes, is that a coincidence? And he goes, no, no coincidence. So there you go. He was already having feelings for Fern, but I, it's just like a little cute extra tidbit that I really like. But yeah, so that is Making Faces by Amy Harmon. Like I said, I love this book. Um, it's one that I go to when I'm in a slump. Next week's book is going to be Baby Makes Six by Shelley Galloway. I hope I'm saying her last name right. Um, it is a Harley Quinn. I enjoyed it. I, I gave it four stars, but you know, that's me. So I don't know if you guys if you guys have read it or not. Let me know what you guys think. Um, as always, reach out with any thoughts, opinion, rec- recommendations uh, via the the email listed in the episode description or on my Facebook page. And until next time, I will see you later.